You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. Don't miss Pat and Stu. All mass shootings happen in uh, zones that take legal guns out. Mm -hmm. And all mass shootings end when police show up and bring legal guns back in. That's the only reason they stop. Mm -hmm. It's because guns do stop these things. Force does work. Pat and Stu, weekdays at 5 p.m. Eastern on the Blaze Radio Network. Oh, my. It's been six, seven months, a year. I don't even remember how long it's been since the season finale of The Walking Dead. Yet the season premiere happened last night. And, oh, I got to tell you, it felt good to be watching The Walking Dead, the real Walking Dead, again. And, of course... Since that's back, so is Talking Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. Oh. All right, all right, all right. I am joined by Aaron Hernandez. Aaron, how in the world are you? Doing good. How are you? Oh, I am fantastic and actually really excited last night's episode was uh, let's just say instead of last night let's just say the season premiere episode of season six was really good i really really enjoyed the heck out of it okay so let's uh, before we before we get on let's just take a pause from the season premiere for just a second and we'll move on to uh you know the fear of the walking dead which is the interim show and then we've got the online show Right, the airplane Walking Dead show that that they're hawking during commercials, so they're really taking advantage of the Walking Dead phenomenon, and I think that really paid off for Fear because I just read a story where they are the highest rated first season show in cable history, Fear the Walking Dead, and that was, I mean, and really that show, uh, I got news for you, if it wasn't for the Walking Dead, Fear ain't doing those numbers. Yeah, they gotta. You know, if it's not, they're just not, they're not going to be able to ever support it without the main series. They need the main series in order to support support the show. Boy, no kidding. They're going to have to make some some definite changes for season two uh, to make fear its own entity. All right. Now, let's move on to The Walking Dead. Uh, I really did enjoy how they um, uh, started out with. Uh, black and white being past and color being now uh, during the episode. That was pretty cool. I'm glad I'm, uh, it seemed like that was a good thing to do. I saw a lot of people on Twitter throughout the night uh, complaining, you know, trying to make their little snide jokes about the black and white. But I thought it was smart. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, it, it came off really good. Uh, very stylized. And the way that it was going back and forth between the episode was was awesome. Yeah. I really dug it. Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was well worth it. Um, let me ask you this now, uh, Morgan is back. Uh, it, uh, I, I liked the line with, uh, Rick, as he said, uh, uh, Hey, it'll be, uh, it's, you know, it's something like, it's good to see you and we'll have to, uh, uh, meet each other again, all over again for the first time. I can't remember how the line went now. Darn, darn it. I should have it in front of me. Uh, I know what you're talking about. It, uh, you know, he, I'm not sure, uh, what to think about Morgan, not positive what to think about Morgan. 
I, mean, I like I love the character, but I just don't know what to think about him as far as where we're headed here in these episodes. I like uh, where where it's going with it because I feel like every season, and there's always a moral compass right to the entire group that one character plays this compass for the entire group and i think this time around it's oh, morgan yeah. that makes sense and the thing that i like about morgan so much is that it's not coming from a i don't know an area of pretentiousness or self-righteousness because he's gone through the you know the really dark parts of this new world the zombie filled world and, and uh of this apocalypse and he's lived it, you know, he's one of the group, even though he hasn't been with the group the whole time, he's definitely one of the people that that now occupies this world. So I like the fact that he's bringing uh, a moral side to Yeah, it. he's bringing a moral you side, know. but he's going to have to kill Michonne for eating that last peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> Yo, man, it's the apocalypse. You can't be taking my peanut butter, man. That was fantastic. Hey, Michonne, before you left, uh, did you take uh, one of my peanut butter sandwiches? <laughs> Like well, it smokes, man. Great. If you take somebody's peanut butter, no, it's always. And she would have great lies. Just it's always. Everybody thinks they've got one more peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> it's pretty great. <laughs> it really was. We didn't have much of uh, the kid. We had a little bit of baby. We had the uh, who I believe is the cure. Uh, who I believe uh, we'll find out is the cure of the baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just going with that. That's my belief. I'm just going with that. We had some new characters. We had Heath uh, introduced. Uh, which he's a really cool character in the comic book, so I'm excited to see how they play him in the television show. Okay. And then uh, also uh, we have Abraham. Uh, like his role in this episode was uh, a, a little confusing to me, but Abraham. Why? Pl- I, I was like, what's going on here? Is he is he taking the ride with um, with the with I forget her name. No, yeah. I forget her name. But you know, taking the ride with the girl because she's sketchy. And he needs to be there for security, or well, I didn't really understand that whole exchange there in the car, but uh, I thought that was pretty interesting nonetheless. Yeah, that was interesting. And then he seemed to break off into crazy land when he went and ran and chased the zombies back. I mean, the walkers back. Yeah, and then he started uh, laughing all weird. Line. Yeah, and I still feel like I've got some of his brain in my ear, like he was trying to push her over the edge or something. Yeah, it was just weird. I didn't. I was confused on that whole uh, part of the episode. And uh, it looks as though um, I, I loved the uh, interaction, and we'll probably hopefully get more of, I love the interaction of Morgan and Carol. Because Morgan ain't buying that Carol, uh, the nice baking, old, the nice baker lady. Yeah, that was uh, real cool. He, yeah, he was like, uh, <laughs> you're always, uh, you know, you're always perched and ready for the ready for attack. That's not a quote, but that's pretty much what he meant. That's what he meant, man. You ain't baking cookies. You're ready to go. So yeah, you're always looking cool. around. You're always checking it out. Uh, it was it was pretty good. So I have a feeling that 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 those two will have uh, some some interactions that should be really good. Yeah, definitely. I, I'm, not, I'm not real sure about uh, Rick's girlfriend, uh, the blonde. Uh, what's her deal? I mean, uh, Rick needs to be, I thought they were all hot and heavy and then now she's being just this, this big meanie to him. I mean, let's go. Come on. She well, he, he did is. kill her husband in front of her, in front of everybody. So that kind of, you know, I don't know about you, but when you do that, that might, you know, throw off the mood a little bit. So, sure. <laughs> I mean, I, so I don't know about you, but homicide you, does you that. You saw, you saw it. He deserved it. He did deserve it. All right. He I did mean, deserve it. And even, even um, you know, uh, uh, the leader there, the lady leader, she was like, yo, dump him in the woods. Who cares? 
Yeah, no, don't bury him here. Don't bury but him. But they ended—they did end up having to bury him. Yeah. I mean, they buried him because he felt bad for the kid. Uh, you know, no question about that. Which was, you know, I get it. I think yeah, the kid's going to play a big role here in the next couple episodes. I think something with them. You know, you might want to get try to get some revenge on Rick for killing his pops, and I think that might play out here in the next coming episodes. Well, that'll be. A, I mean, that will be a stupid mistake. Um, <laughs> it would be. Uh, I mean, that will be a stupid mistake, really, and uh, you know, no question. Now, now let's talk about the uh, the uh, giant pit of walkers. Uh, first, I'd like to say, uh, while many of those walkers I understand were CGI, uh, Walking Dead, um, you had one episode that was filled with walkers, and yet not one was me. <laughs> and I'm telling you, I cannot tell you how upset I am. Yeah, you, so, you got to call central casting. You, bro. you and I, you and I need to talk. Walking Dead because I mean I don't I'm not even asking to be a star I'm not asking for lines I'm just asking to be killed as a walker and I get nothing from you and that last night with all those walkers that was a slap in my face so we're gonna talk anyway uh the pit of walkers hell was pretty amazing um I kind of liked uh the Rick idea but it made me think I don't know man there's got to be a better way to get rid of those bad boys yeah, having Dale I be mean, Peter uh, Piper there was—I was like, "What? What are you guys going to do? How many? How many zombies?" Yeah, I mean, it was really—I'm not sure. I mean, I get what he was doing. I got it. So we need to, you know, we need to be proactive and we need to drive him out of there. But man, that's a risky move. And we saw at the end of episode that uh, that risky move is going to bite them in the rear, big time. I don't; those walls look strong, but from that many. You know, zombies, that many walkers. Uh, I think those walls are coming down. I think people are getting eaten. Yeah, I mean, they're going to have to, right? I mean, there's no way that, uh, there's no way. I mean, first of all, very little will hold up to continual bashing all the time. Yeah. So, I mean, continual, something hitting it all the time. So, uh, you know, something has to give. And, I mean, when you have, you saw how they were just crushing each other, the walkers, you know, up against the walls. Well, sooner or later that has to give. And that's because it was so light because so many of them were making the turn. But if they all start putting the weight of the walkers and pressure onto different walls, they're coming down. They're coming down. Uh, I I think that's what's going to be the big, uh, uh, the climax here. Oh, yes. We saw how they were breaking rank uh, with the horn going off. And I am really fascinated to see what caused the horn because they were doing such a great job i mean they were so close to being home free uh with the herd of walkers and wow so do you think that horn was maybe done by the wolves well that was my first reaction actually was to think that all right maybe now we're going to start getting this was uh this was the wolves but you know, then then you think, well, how do they know, you know, I mean, exactly if they were watching, they'd get the idea of what they were doing and they'd see what they were doing. You know what I mean? It's not, it wasn't, doesn't, it wouldn't take a genius to figure out exactly what they were doing if you were another tribe. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you were another tribe, you would see, you know, they're making this extra brace wall for the turn. You know what I mean? You get an idea, you've been watching them, you get an idea of what they're doing. Yeah. Um, it- you know, they're lining up cars along the road, that kind of thing. 
And I don't think it was the because uh, we had an internal group there that was thinking about overthrowing, you know, the new regime, if you will, you know, Rick's people. What, whatever the coup d'état, just stop it, <laughs> right? Like, and then you you saw uh, the character's name was Carter, who is now no longer with us. Uh, I really like that character, though. I wish they. Kept I him thought around they longer. were going to keep him around for a little bit, but after they after Rick set it up with Morgan talking about people like him, uh, you know, won't make it anyway. Uh, too long out here in today's world won't make it anyway that he didn't need to kill him uh you knew he wasn't gonna last and it was done quick too i was like oh you know that was that was one of the big uh you know unexpected parts of the episode for me i was like whoa where did this come from but it did prove rick theory right totally i mean totally uh, you know he, he lost he lost focus uh ended up getting bit and then just laid there and screamed and screamed which was going to throw the whole thing into chaos so i mean he had to go out be quiet and also you see uh you know uh carter's character was really interesting because you he was kind of also used as a um i guess a way to show how drastically things have changed between uh morgan's life and rick's life you know rick's over there saying we can't take chances but the first thing he does is we got to toughen these people up, let them kill the zombies, and Morgan goes in there and intervenes. So that was a really interesting uh, 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 part yeah, of this. Yeah, I know. I thought, I, thought, I thought you didn't take chances anymore. And really, that wasn't chances. That was Rick trying to toughen him up a little. Let's go. It's not, I'm not your savior. Exactly. You got you to step up to the plate a little. Exactly. And I think uh, the original inhabitants of Alexandria really need to step up their game or else, you know, they're going to be dog meat. Yeah, and they know that. All right, so this is uh, Talking Walking Dead on uh, uh, you know the Jeff Fisher radio show on the Blaze Radio Network, well, along with Aaron Hernandez. And, of course, uh, in the future weeks, we're going to do this on Monday afternoons or Monday evening, and I will tweet out that we're going to do it. So you can call. Uh, what the heck is the phone number to this joint? I got I've, uh, 888-9. I got to remember my own phone number to this place. 888-900-3393. 888-900-3393, 900-3393, which you can use. Uh, I'll tweet out when we're going to start recording Talking Walking Dead, and you can join us uh, on the podcast, and then uh, we'll post it on uh, on my Jeff Fisher radio page. Uh, we'll also, uh, if you hashtag it, uh, Talking Walking Dead, uh, I will, if you have questions or, uh, throughout the week or after Sunday's show, you can hashtag, uh, you know, just tweet me at JeffyMRA or Facebook me, Jeff Fisher Radio, and hashtag it, uh, Talking Walking Dead, and we will uh, we'll we'll answer your questions and talk to you a little bit. Now, Aaron, Mister, I have read other comic books. <laughs> I know where everything is headed. And I, I don't, which is a great thing about it. World, and I know exactly. So just shut up, Fat Man, and let me tell you what happens in The Walking Dead. What happens next? Uh, I think the the walls are going to come down here. I think a lot of people are going to die. And now you've been saying it's going to get darker. Yeah, for, you know, for half a season now, I, I, and while you know the show is pretty dark, it's going to take a it's going to take a pretty big turn to get darker. I think that the wolves, once the wolves really uh, come into play here, I think the game gets totally ch- ch- uh, switches on us because really the last time we've seen interactions with like a large group of people was with the governor, and we saw how crazy that got. Um, in my opinion, I think the wolves are way worse, way worse than the governor is by and far. We, right. And we saw, uh, just the, uh, not necessarily the fight, but the divide, the, the, uh, difference in thinking between Daryl and Rick, uh, 
talking about uh, Rick doesn't want to add more people. He wants he doesn't want to trust anybody else. And and uh, Daryl is like, no, we we need to. So you know, this is a new beginning for people. And the people who are alive now are people that you know need to be together. Totally. I mean, I think that's what he's thinking anyway. I mean, I don't know that I believe that, but I mean, that's what he's thinking. I believe that because I think, you know, in that new world, man, strength is in numbers for sure. So, you know, as many good people, and I mean, like, by good people, I mean people that can handle themselves in the zombie apocalypse. Those are the people that need to be in Alexandria. People that are tough. People that could, you know, help defend the place. Because I really do think people are going to come for it. They're going to want to take what they got. Well, it's awful nice, and I mean that's what you know. That's why it's still there, though, because of uh, the pit of walkers. That, I mean, that was that was fascinating to first see that. Um, that was almost like you know what we what we missed. Uh, there were two episodes that showed us uh, massive walkers that we never went that they never went back to. There was the one that had the giant herd that. Um, remember where that was now but all of a sudden there was just this giant herd they were in of the walkers. road yeah yeah and then uh the other place was the uh i don't know if it was a prison or if it was a an oil field or if it was a school you remember the big fenced in place yeah that yeah it was smelled so bad and it was just full of walkers um and we never went back to, you know what I mean? Those those types of places are what's scary, and that's exactly what they ran into, you know, obviously last night into the pit, that sooner or later it was going to break. And, you know, it was time to time to make a decision, and Rick was right there. I just don't know that, I don't know, man. I, I think we light some logs on fire and burn the joint or something, man. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think they're going to they're gonna have to figure out uh, how they're going to deal with the situation because – Without a doubt, even to say that the majority of the the herd doesn't hit Alexandria, even you say thirty percent of those, you know, it's going to cause some serious damage. So, right, they got to figure out quick what's up with the horn and how to curb. Oh my know, gosh, I, you know, I know, Rick was really, uh, what the hell is that? Um, Rick was very strong. The character very strong. Uh, again, I was really, I, you know, I'm. Obviously, he's the he's the man, but I really do see uh, Carol as uh, uh, coming out. Carol, Morgan, and Rick, and then uh, uh, of course uh, the baby. The baby is the savior. I'm telling you, the baby is the savior. We'll see. Yes, you will. Yes, you will. This is Talking Walking Dead with Aaron. We'll talk to you uh, next week on the Blaze Radio Network, and you know. Um, one of the things that, uh, is so much fun is, uh, just watching the stupid show. So just watch the show and enjoy and and join us here on Mondays. Here we go. This is the Jeff Fisher show on the blaze radio network. Don't miss the morning blaze with Doc and Skip. The latest failure of the F-35 is lighter pilots, those who weigh less, could, when they eject, 
have their neck snap. Generally speaking, when you eject from a plane, you don't want the neck to snap. Right, you're ejecting to save the life of the pilot. Yeah, because, I mean, if the neck was just mm-hmm. going to snap, they could just stay in the plane that's going down. The Morning Blaze with Doc and Skip. Weekday mornings, 6 to 9 Eastern, on the Blaze Radio Network.